Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is separation from truth. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. I'm on a fishing expedition. I'm looking for people who are interested in finding the purpose of life. People who are interested in discovering the truth and knowing the truth, whatever it might be. I'm interested in people who love truth. What's happened to many of you who kind of like the truth is that you've become separated from it. You've become separated from it. I'm, I'm chuckling a little bit because of the irony of it. Just think of it. You love truth, but you've become separated from it. Now, how did that happen? If you can listen up to this program and hear what I'm saying and grasp it, then it could be a turning point for your whole life, which hasn't been working out so good. Because you become separated in your separation from truth, you became separated from love, from understanding, and you sought. But then what did you have to do when you were empty? When you were empty and felt loveless and felt a need, you felt a need to know and a need for love. And so what did you do? You looked out in the world, the very, the very place that had separated you from truth. So you looked out there, you looked to teachers and educators and professors and experts, and you studied. They told you, study, 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 study. And so you went along with them, but you didn't get any understanding. You didn't get any understanding at all. You might live long enough to discover that they don't have any understanding either. The same thing that happened to you happened to them. They had been separated long ago from their ground of being, separated from the truth itself. And then they substituted. It's a compensation, you see. They're very compensated, very, very compensated. And you looked for love in the world. And what did you look to? Well, you looked to the, to the tinsel offerings that are out there. And you looked for love from other people in the form of approval and reassurance and patting you on the back and telling you that you're okay and that you're wonderful. And you looked for all kinds of love. You may have had to settle for the most loathsome, loathsome substitutes for love. And maybe you turned to drugs and to alcohol and to marijuana to comfort you and to food. You turned to food because when you ate food, it felt like you were being loved. You could love yourself, but food ended up betraying you also. So everything betrayed you. Everyone betrayed you. But if you could reestablish your connection with truth. Now, remember I said that maybe you're one of those people who, who kind of like the truth. But ironically, you became separated from it. Now, how did that happen? Well, there's various ways that it can happen. It can happen through doubt. People want to make you doubt yourself, don't they? When you were a little child, you saw something. They wouldn't let you see what you saw. Why is Grandma so mean? Don't say that about your Grandma. Your Grandma's a very nice person. See? That's kind of the way it is. Maybe I dramatized it a little bit, but that's pretty much the way it is. You weren't allowed to see what you see.
You had to see certain people as being wonderful, and you were required to see other people as being terrible. In a lot of families, mom is angry at dad. She's angry at dad because he didn't have the love that she needed. She's angry at all men because they used her and abused her and took advantage of her, and she hates men. She hated your dad. That's right. She hated your dad, but she made, but she covered it up. She felt guilty, and she tried to be nice, but she resented him. She wanted something from him. He didn't have it. So before long, there was nothing he could do that was any good. Every little thing, she, and she wanted you to hate him, too. That's right. She wanted you to hate him, too, and to side with her against him, and maybe there was a divorce. See? You weren't allowed to see what you see. Maybe you kind of liked your dad. You saw he wasn't such a bad guy, but you weren't allowed to like your dad. See? That's just one little example of how the separation from truth begins. More about how you became separated from truth after this brief announcement. Please remember, I'm only on once a week. This is an infomercial, so be sure to write down the web address www.sheddingshackles.com I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. And then, what happens? Well, the next thing that happens is you become emotional. See, as soon as you're separated from your ground of being, then you have to reach down for emotions in order to function. And so you reach down for emotions, especially anger. That's right. When you saw injustice, for example, made you angry. You saw some kids getting away with everything. And other kids, if they made one little mistake, they got in big trouble and made you angry. Maybe you saw some, they were being nicer to one kid than another, and that made you angry. You saw that you were being unfairly accused of something you didn't do, and that made you angry. And so anger separated you. And when you became separated through anger, you began to see a mist arose in the mind, the mist of emotions and thoughts whirling around and round and round in your animal brain. And they tended to pull you into them. You know, like when you're sick and you have delirium and you, you can hardly even think. Well, that's what happened then. You became separated from the truth. Separated from your ground of being. From the source of truth. What you wordlessly knew in your heart. When you were a little child, you saw things and you knew things. You were very close to this wordless. It's called intuition. Intuition. That's the truth. That's the source of truth, your intuition. You just see and you just know in God's light. That's intuition. And you became separated from it. Then you got lost in thoughts. And then you studied. And then you worried. And then you fell into fantasy. And then you became more and more emotional. And that's how the separation begins. So well, let's just take one little aspect of that of that fall. Adam became separated through doubt. See? Well, it happened to you too, but you couldn't help it. You were born, you were already born subject to wrong authority. See, Adam was subject to God, to the good authority. All he had to do was believe God and love God and not do the one thing that God asked him not to do. Everything would have been fine. 
but you were born to wrong authorities, authorities who doubted themselves, who had been separated from truth. And then they compensated. No wonder they didn't have understanding. Now, do you understand why your parents often didn't have understanding when they talked at you instead of to you? Do you understand now? They didn't have understanding. They were separated from it. So don't resent them. Don't resent them. Christ said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they, they do. Your parents were separated long ago. But you can come back to truth. Just grasp what you know in your heart. See what you see. And realize, realize in God's light the truth and receive it with joy and you're on your way back to being your true self and to discovering the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And you have God will give you time to begin your journey. Begin it now. See, God said it very beautifully, very beautifully. He said, be still and know that I am God. Be still. So can you be still? Can you go in, in your room and close the door and sit in a chair and become still? Well, it's hard now because you become antsy, nervous. You begin to feel a vague something wrong. So then what do you do? You reach for your iPhone. You start daydreaming of anything, something what you're going to go to the store and buy or just anything that pops into your mind. You, you fall into it and drift away with it to escape from reality. To escape from reality, but reality where your creator is, that's how you can get better. And at first it'll feel a little bit It'll feel like conscience. See, your intuition, what you know in your heart from your Creator, if you had stayed close to it, but instead you became angry and you fell away from it. It wasn't your fault because you were just a little child, but now you're a big person, now you can refine it. And at first it'll be like conscience, that it won't feel good, but it's good for you. You understand? It won't feel good, but conscience is good for you. Learn to sit still. And get my little meditation and sit quietly and experience conscience and become as you were when you were a little child long ago and begin your journey back to your true self a great adventure through life and everything that you do everything that you that happens to you will then be for good it says in the bible all things work for good for those who love the Lord. So do you love the Lord? Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, do you love Him? Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation in. You'll be on your way, guaranteed. You see, there's a timeless realm, a realm of perfect patience, perfect love, perfect stillness. And when your soul, see, 
When your soul is aligned with God, then it is very close to that timeless realm. In the moment, see, you're in the world. You're in the world, but not of the world. You're in the world, but it's a little distant. You're in the world, but you're very close to this timeless realm. And Christ was so close to the Father, so close to the Father, that at some point he could step across into that realm. Just like on Star Trek, remember they had a transporter? I forget what it was called, but a person would be, would go in, in it and they would dematerialize and then they would materialize somewhere else. Well, such magic is possible. You see, everything God does is magical. Look at a butterfly or the way the clouds move across the blue sky. Look at the sweetness in a little child. Look at the beauty of nature and you'll see magic everywhere. Well, God is perfectly capable of helping you get better, but you must find him, become still, and know that he is God. And you will find him and he will come to your aid. Some of you are getting the 15-minute version. It's a half-hour program, so if yours is only 15 minutes, go to SheddingShackles.com where you can hear the whole 30-minute program. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the right-hand icon, ebooks. Welcome back. In this program, I've been talking about how you fell away from truth and became separated from truth, and separated from love, and separated from understanding, and separated from God, by way of emotions, and by way of doubt, and by way of anger, and by way of resentment. Now you must find your way back. But in the process, along the way of being separated, you became selfish. But as I'm going to explain, you became you couldn't help but become selfish because you were needy, needy for love, needy for answers in your look to the world. Now you must discover how to look within. When you were a little child, you were separated from your ground of being. 
Had you remained close to the inner light from God, which you had when you were born, when you were born, you had this light. And when you were a little child, you perceived in the light, you saw things. You saw injustice, for example, you just saw it. But as time went by, well, people emotionalized you. That's right. They emotionalized you. They wanted you to respond to them, to react to them. And you did, and you couldn't help it because you were only a little child. But when you did, then you began to fall away from this beautiful inner light in which you walked as a little child. You fell away from it gradually through a series of little traumas or a series of big traumas. You fell away. And then what substituted for, well, the mist of emotion and imagination and thoughts. And as life went on, more and more you lived in a world of thinking, endless thinking, worrying, planning, scheming, daydreaming, an endless loop of thought and emotions, anger and hurt feelings and resentment and all kinds of emotions. And they rose up and then you you fell away from the inner light from God until almost you didn't even know it was there anymore except once in a while it came back as conscience. You felt it as conscience, but now you must return to it. And when you do, you can begin to learn how to live as you could have lived when you were a little child. If you had stayed close to what you knew in your heart and you had never been emotionalized and you'd never hated people, that's the main thing. If you'd never resented people, especially your parents, your mom and your dad, your dad for failing you and your mom for whatever she did, you would have been on a trajectory straight to God and you would have grown in stature and blessings and life would have been a wonderful adventure something like Adam and Eve knew before the fall. But you did fall. But it's not so bad that you fell because now you'll be able to learn of God's forgiveness and of his mercy and of his love and of his kindness. You'll be able to learn and experience those. If you had never fallen, if you had never done wrong, then you wouldn't need his mercy. You wouldn't need his forgiveness, you see? So now you discover that, and it's good. But you must return to this inner light. You must learn to be still and refine the inner light, which now you only know is anxiety or conscience. And then in this inner light, when you begin to walk in this light again, once again, as you did when you were a little tiny child, now you'll be able to discover how to be unselfish. See, the point that I was going to make earlier is that when you fell away from the life from God, then you lost that then you had to substitute another life, a life of emotions, a life of thinking, a life of external hungers. And you satisfied the external hungers because you felt empty when you fell away from God's love. You felt empty and unloved, and then you looked for love in the world. And you kept looking, but it's like drinking seawater. The more you get, the hungrier you are, the thirstier you are, the emptier you are. So... Now that you've experienced that, now you know there is such a thing as true love, but you have to find it. You have to refine your creator. But what I was going to say is that you became naturally selfish. You couldn't help it because you needed from the outside. You needed more and more and more. And you looked to, 
to relationships and you look to food and you look to drugs and to marijuana and you look to alcohol and you look to work and you look to everything and you look to words, especially you crave people's words of approval and support and reassurance. And so you needed those things. You became hungry for them and greedy for them. And so, yes, you became selfish. And then you probably hated yourself. You resented yourself when you saw your own selfishness, but it doesn't do any good. So now all you must do is stand back. Stand back. Stop struggling. Stop trying to save yourself. Stop trying to make yourself unselfish in the eyes of others. And just take time. If you could just, if you took one hundredth of the time that you spend trying to solve everything and make yourself look good and make up for this and do, you know, if you spend one hundredth of the time sitting quietly with a little meditation, learning to be still, then you would accomplish a thousand times as much. So learn to be still, learn to see your own selfishness without resenting yourself. See your own wrong and just see it. That's all. Just see it in God's light. Ultimately, and the bottom line is that's about all we can do is just see. When you were a little child, you saw things. See. And like magic, you'll begin to change. God will change you. You can't change yourself. He will change you. And one day you wake up and you discover that where you had once been selfish, now you're unselfish. It's beautiful. See, the human being fell by dividing truth from love. By dividing truth from love, the human being fell from the heavenly estate within and fell into the flesh. See, that's how we became animal. Now you must become rehumanized again. You become more like you were when you were a little child. You were closer to God when you were a little tiny child than you've ever been since. Christ said, unless you become as a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And so you must be rehumanized. You must refine that happy-go-lucky spirit, that blithe spirit, that carefree spirit, and enjoy God's beautiful earth and stop resenting people. Stop resenting your wife. See that she's just a lady and stop judging your husband. See that he's just a man. And be patient with your kids. Be patient with them. Enjoy them, all the cute little things that they do. And stop pressuring them. And life will be sweet. And you will start returning to your Creator, the one who made thee. And yes, he is kind, and He is gracious, and you will find that out too. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be when you turn toward your Creator and stop resenting other people. Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. 
you love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation in. You'll be on your way. Guaranteed. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after. How to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand. And you're free to be patient. And when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive. And you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness. And life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. 
You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.